0: Hello YouTube. Today I have a call with Kashif from India. He is uh, starting his new uh, e-commerce store and he has a bunch of questions about how to operate his LLC, some questions about registered agents and avoiding these VAT taxes that they're paying in India. So uh, let's get to the call. I, I, we, I'm sure it's going to be really exciting.
1: Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. I mean, seriously, I mean, (laughs) I can't thank you enough. I can't thank you enough. I'm glad glad you're enjoying the content. (laughs) uh, I mean, I was searching for it, Googling it, watching YouTubes and everything. But I mean, I wish I had encountered you earlier. But I mean, I actually registered the LLC uh, yesterday itself and i spent whole night on youtube after doing it i thought maybe it's a rash decision but i mean IHS came across your videos and prompted me a lot of questions all of a sudden after knowing the reality <laughs> and yeah.
0: yeah it's um it's uh i think it's still a good decision to use the llc it's just uh now you're learning more about it so what are what are some of the questions that you have for me because i think you have some questions right
1: sure 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 so one of the questions that I have is that uh, would I be able to change the registered agent if I'm uh, or I'm stuck with one vendor where I've uh, registered my LLC because there are a lot of websites using these services
0: yeah so can you change your registered agent after selecting one okay so the answer to that question is that yes you can you generally pay for it for a year at a time so uh, when you renew your LLC next year you would be able to change your registered agent when you renew your LLC.
1: Sure. So I can just go to any website and just uh, subscribe there, pay there, and they'll be, and they'll all, they'll need the details and. Okay.
0: Yes. Each each registered agent will have their own procedures, but generally, when when you renew your company with the state, you would um, change any information that changes. So if you have a new registered agent, maybe they can renew it for you and change it that way.
1: Uh, now my second question, which actually worries me—not worries me, but of course, I mean a doubt that I have is that uh, while they register my LLC, they—I'm I'm assuming they're using their own address, the registered agent address. So on papers, uh, does it reflect that my LLC is registered on this particular address?
0: On what? On what papers? What do you mean?
1: The paper of the LLC and everything. I mean.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. So, yes, when you, when you register an LLC with a, with a registered agent, that's the address. That's why you need a registered agent to give the, the state an address in the state um, that can receive mail from the state. That's why you need a okay. registered agent.
1: Yes, of course, of course. I mean, uh, so uh, following up that question is that, I mean, just, uh, the LLC is registered for a specific address which is going to remain permanently there.
0: No, like, like I mentioned, if you register your LLC and one address, you can always change it and usually change it the year after. Most of the LLCs that, that I open with my clients, we have a registered agent and then you have a mailing address. You can have both addresses. Most people, like you can't use your registered agent address as a mailing address because you'll never get any mail there. They don't like accept mail from anyone but the state. So uh, it, you have to get a separate mailing service if you need to accept actual mail.
1: Sure, sure, sure. So one of my question was that I mean, is it possible for me to use the same address which is the registered agent? It doesn't matter whether I get mail or not, but just on maybe the website payment processors like Stripe. And- sure.
0: Yeah, people use people use the registered agent addresses for different things.
1: Sure. If they are getting mail or any return, I mean, I'm sure they're not gonna tell me or respond me. Even if they do, I mean, it does, I don't need it. I mean, any of the they are getting it. I mean, do would they tell me that why you given the address and things like that
0: um payment processors and other things might want your home address and they might want your business address and they might not accept the registered agent address but i can't tell you who will or who won't accept it because you know you're not the you're not the first person who's thought to use his registered agent address for everything and some <laughs> and some um you know payment processes they obviously aren't aren't stupid they know what's going on so if they want a real address they might follow up and ask you for one that's what i find with most of my clients who are using payment processors and us banks and things like that is that uh, it's kind of inconsistent how these different um well it's inconsistent because they change the rules all the time How however how they operate and how they manage what information these uh these different uh, companies need
1: sure 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 no, thanks. Thanks for this, James. I mean, my next question would be, I mean, it is more related to them actually where I registered the LLC, but uh, when I was reading, it says in Wyoming, because I've registered in Wyoming, it says their annual uh, report fee is $50. And, but when I filled the form, it says that they're going to charge my card with $100, including the $25 registered agent charge. I mean, is that, I mean, I, I don't get the calculation I break breakup of it.
0: I'm not sure. So you're asking about like the cost to renew the company? Yes, sir. There are there are so many um, different smaller companies that will renew your company for you and tack on a little fee for it. So if you got a letter that looks very official, or or something like that, then uh, it's probably another company that's charging you to renew your company. Uh, you you should just work with your registered agent and have them renew it for you since you need them anyways. And it might $50 seems sounds low. I'm not – it's different for all kinds of companies, corps and LLCs and everything. So, it it sounds a little low. Usually, it is around $100. And then, you have to pay the registered agent, so it's going to be around $150. Um, I know in Delaware, it's $350, and I think it it should be a little bit more in Wyoming. But, um, yeah, I don't know. You you can check with the state website to see the exact um, cost of renew but then you also have to work with your registered agent because you need to pay them to use their address. That's the whole point of why you know you need them. You need to have a registered agent.
1: Sure, sure, sure. Thank you, James. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> now my next question would be, I mean, um, so if I were to, because I was just watching the video and you told me that you don't have to have a physical presence in US in order to avoid these taxes, you don't have- You, don't you
0: can't, have have you can't have a physical presence.
1: Yeah, I can, but if you don't want to pay taxes, then you should not do it.
0: Exactly. That's right. If you if you don't want to pay taxes in the U.S., you shouldn't have any physical presence or employees or offices, correct?
1: Yes. So does the mail forwarding service, which virtual address in U.S., box uh, address services like USA box services we have. So does this count uh, as a physical presence or quote unquote uh, operating business in U.S.?
0: So your question is, does the having a mail a mailing service count as having a physical address in the us i don't believe it does i think if i think that if you rent like a we work space and you have an actual office space then maybe um then maybe but if you rent a just like a, a box or a right to use space or something i don't think it's an actual office in the u.s i think it's just a mail service and they're and they're not uh working just for you they're in the business of doing that of providing mail forwarding services so since that's their business it's not a dependent agent it's an independent agent
1: yeah because i was thinking that uh, any which ways if i buy a mailing address uh, a virtual mailing address or any mailing address for my company uh, it would be under my company name my llc name so maybe people will get to know okay you know what this is registered with your llc that means your llc has a mailing service here and it comes as a business. I was just thinking
0: on those lines. Yeah, I think you had to make an argument there that you wouldn't have to pay anything. I think
1: you'd win that argument. I, I actually did not get the last part. Could you repeat that, please?
0: No, I'm saying that I think if the IRS were to challenge you and say, hey, you have an address here, I think you would be able to win the argument based on the fact that you're just paying for mailing address and they're in the business of doing that. Oh,
1: okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Okay, thanks all this and uh, mm, okay so uh, I mean since I have one LLC and maybe in future of course I'm gonna have uh, multiple stores so how would people I mean I've heard people saying that you know what I'm I'm operating this store under this LLC and and this store is under uh, this specific LLC So how would we even know, or anybody would know, because any which way is I'm not gonna register this store officially, do any paperwork of LLC. So how would, is that just the amount is coming in the business account counts as that this is operating under this LLC?
0: So so you wanna I'm gonna repeat the question again because just to confirm. So you wanna know if you should have a separate LLC for each uh, online store that you have?
1: No. So what I'm trying to ask is that uh, I have an LLC, a mother LLC, of course, my main LLC, and I have multiple online stores, like Shopify stores or any website. Uh People generally say, uh, with one LLC, you can own multiple line of businesses or multiple uh, stores. Now, how would anybody would get to know officially that this particular store is associated with this LLC?
0: Why? Why do people need to know what store what about your
1: LLC at all? Okay, yeah, that's that's a good question. Of course, even I'm the one who's gonna know it. Uh, even how would I even know it? I mean, <laughs> it's just
0: like- well, you you know it because that's how you're getting paid. I mean, ever other people don't need to know what stores who's the official owner of their store. They'll they'll know on their credit card statement when they pay you. It'll say who the payer is or who they paid. But it, I don't I don't know like. I don't know. I don't. I don't see your business is uh, e-commerce, so having multiple stores doesn't mean it doesn't preclude you from using one LLC or multiple LLCs. If you have big stores and successful stores, and you want to separate the legal liability, you can own separate LLCs and have separate bank accounts. But if you're just starting, then you can probably use one LLC for all of them.
1: Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Um now when it comes to uh mercury account so i am planning to go for a mercury account uh, do uh, i was just watching and uh, i mean uh, watching your last video you said that use your mercury card as much as you can just to make sure that you're not pulling money in case you want to avoid taxes in your home country as well yeah
0: so, that, i mean that's um that's that's a country by country recommendation there so When I say, when you ask like, should I use my Mercury card? It it depends about your home country taxation. A lot of people want to bring money, their profits to their home country so that they can pay their bills and buy stuff. But when they transfer money in, they have to pay tax on it. If you don't have to pay tax on using a debit card, then use your debit card more.
1: So let's just say, for instance, I use my Mercury card in my home country. Uh, So the merchant will get to know, okay, uh, this person Kassip, did not make a purchase, but this LLC made a purchase. So nobody even get to know that uh, I am the one who's doing a purchase. It's a company, which is a foreign company who's doing it. Yeah, That's exactly. How it However, I'm going to be charging international transactions.
0: Yeah, uh, generally, um, we have we have other banks that we use that are better for international. Uh, you could use a transfer wise card. There's other, I don't know the currency transactions, but for cash withdrawals, generally they're at the bank rates. So I find that if you're going to withdraw cash with your with your debit card, then you get a better rate than if you were to use like a, a foreign exchange person. So it's not it's not like you're losing that much money. It's, it should be at bank rates.
1: Sure, sure, sure. And this, uh, I mean, does this Mercury is officially I would say considered as a U.S. based bank or it's just the services online like?
0: It's a U.S. bank, bank yeah. Okay, it's a U.S. bank. Okay. Perfect. Okay. It's, it's a subsidiary of Evolve Bank. Bank and Trust, I believe.
1: Yes, I read. Actually, two banks. They have a tie-up with Evolve Bank and Trust and FDIs. I think FDIs, CI or IC. I They're working.
0: Yeah, I'll look at the Bloomberg
1: profile now. So, where are you actually, James? I'm in, in I'm
0: in, I'm in Miami. Miami. Oh, Evolve Bank was is. Been around since nineteen eighty seven. Wow. Huh. Great. great! It serves U.S. Uh, clients.
1: So there is a last video, James. You were interviewing a, a dropshipper from Siberia, uh, and and that guy actually got an ITIN as well uh, with the IEN. So. I'm a little bit
0: confused. I mean, uh, could you tell me when do I need ITIN? When do you need an ITIN? You need an ITIN number when you uh, when it, like Stripe or PayPal asks you for it. If they need it, then you need to give it to them. Uh, it's not always requested. Sometimes it is. It helps you um, apply for different credit cards online. It's much easier to apply for credit cards with an ITIN. And an ITIN also allows you to start, establishing your credit in the U.S. because you can link all the cards you have to that tax ID. It allows you to file U.S. tax returns if you want to file protective returns to take a position that you don't have to file taxes in the U.S. And um, it just acts as a U.S. Social Security number, but it's just an ITIN. It's the same purpose though and the same concept.
1: So in my, I mean, considering my situation, uh, I actually got the LLC and the IEN number, and since I'm not paying taxes, so generally I doesn't necessarily need the ITIN, but if I want to, can I get it? Yeah, of course. And you were talking about that you need to be a resident uh, for 280 days, I think you mentioned in the last video, or maybe some number of days.
0: No, you don't need any, there's no residency requirement, see an ITIN. You just need to send the IRS your passport or a certified copy of your passport when with with the required forms
1: okay perfect so i'll get the idin but uh i mean even if i get the idin i don't have to maintain it or maybe any kind of charges or anything like that
0: you have to probably like the way we do it you have to pay a little bit of tax to get it and then you also have to renew it every two or three years technically you don't really have to like I don't know if like the IRS tells people it's invalid after that time. I don't know how the system works, but I know they require you f- to renew it for the IRS purposes. So if you don't file a tax return in three years, then you'd have to do the request again, but you would already have it.
1: Perfect. Perfect. So building up on that question, James, I mean, I mean, that's, that's a lot of info and, and very useful, of course, uh, since I'm not going to be paying taxes because it's a foreign LLC. So would they not I mean would they be able to give me ITIN? and if in case they can then uh, I'm not paying any taxes so I mean is it how does it work I mean
0: you can get an ITIN without paying taxes I mean you have to well you have to have a reason for filing a tax return in the US so you can't you have to show a little bit of income and pay some taxes otherwise if you don't have a reason for filing a tax return they're not going to give you an EIN and they're very particular about these forms so um it's we we still get letters that are sent back the copy of the passports not good enough or the information is not good enough or whatever so we still get them sent back sometimes it's it's a the irs most difficult form they don't accept it all that they they're really particular about it and they take a long time to process it sure sure
1: sure but generally speaking these payment processes works with work with ien i mean E-I-N, yes. E-I-N, I'm sorry about that. E-I-N, yeah. Yes,
0: they do. I mean, generally, um, you, you should just try without it first, and then if you need it, you can go and get it. It's just if you – I mean, in, in, part, in parts of our packages, we, we just include it in all packages so we can get it for people so that they can start requesting credit cards, things like that.
1: Sure, sure. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I just want to inquire, I mean, the people I'm sure would be watching and uh, about your mini course. uh, How much is the cost and where people can access it?
0: Yeah, I have it. Uh, So the mini course, so our form 5472 uh, mini course is a, I say mini because it's just not that long. Uh, It's like two and a half, maybe three hours of content, which is kind of a lot for one simple form. It's not that simple. In any case, it is available. it's not as formal as I as it's going to be. right now it's just a payment link and then you get a link uh, to the google uh, a Google Drive folder with all the videos in it um to just to just view. So uh, that's how it is right now. It's gonna have its own page, long form sales page and whatever in the future and I'm working on it, but right now I just want to get it out. So it's $347 and what I was including is my review. So once you watch the videos, the second to last video says, now that your form is done, send it to us and we will look at it. Here's how you send it to us and then we'll respond if it's okay or not and then we'll show you how to fax it.
1: Perfect. So which means that this mini course includes your uh, last review as well. That you're gonna-
0: Yes, yes. You watch the videos, prepare the form and I'll look at it make sure you're not missing anything.
1: Perfect. That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm sure you're gonna have a lot of people out there. I'm
0: I'm hoping because when I was doing it, I'm charging 1250, and then now I have this for 350, basically that uh, includes a review. You can do it yourself. So I think it's I think it's a pretty good spot for that.
1: That's correct. Okay, and thanks for this, James. And how? Okay. Now uh, a little bit about, um, about sales tax. Um, yeah. let's just say I, I passed the threshold. Uh, now what do I need to do once I pass the threshold? I mean, is there any specific service I need to go for or uh, where, I can, where
0: what are, are you self? selling? What, what are you using? Shopify or Amazon? Or what are you using? Where it's are you selling?
1: Shopify and click funnels.
0: Okay. So neither of those do sales taxes for you. You're going to have to find, um, uh, plugins, different plugins or services. So if you're selling on ClickFunnels or Shopify, those aren't uh, natively going to collect sales taxes for you. Whereas if you sell on Amazon or eBay or, um, the bigger, the bigger companies they collect and remit all the sales taxes for you. So on these on like Shopify and ClickFunnels, you need to find either a plugin or, um, keep good track of where you're shipping everything so you can register in every state you have to file in and then start collecting and then start submitting. And what I would recommend you consider is using like, a, in your ClickFunnels funnel, having the payment page be the Shopify payment page or have a payment integ- integration with Shopify so you have all the payments in the same spot. Because I'm sure, I'm sure you can in- input an HTML payment thing from Shopify into ClickFunnels.
1: Of course, of course. So what you are, uh, okay, so I got that part. So what you're trying to say is that uh, use my click funnel as just to, that people can see and, and view and explore things. However, when they order, it should go directly to Shopify. So yeah, I mean, I, I do I do
0: whatever you have to do to increase your sales. What I'm saying is um, try, if you can use Shopify to do all the payment processing, it'll be easier for tracking sales and sales taxes than if you use both.
1: Sure, sure. Makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, I mean, these plugins in Shopify will only help me to calculate the sales tax as per states, but they're not going to file it for me. Or would they, they might,
0: I don't know. I, I, I still am trying to figure that out. I think that there are, I don't think they will, but they might uh, assist with it heavily. I'm I'm sure that like, like this is such a huge thing right now. This sales tax law is only two years old and everything moves a little slow and there's not a lot of money in sales tax yet. So everyone's trying to figure it out because... Honestly, if you never pay the state, most states wouldn't even know or wouldn't even figure it out because you're just selling stuff online and people just buying. So, you know, there's no reports that go out. So the states wouldn't really know like offhand.
1: Yeah. Sure. Okay. And is there any way I can get a, instead of mercury, maybe like a Bank of America, the way I get mercury, I mean, without even going there.
0: Yes. No, they no, have to travel here and come see the bankers. They want to see you.
1: Because the only situation is I haven't got my passport yet. yet. And uh, the mercury also need the passport, if I'm assuming right. So-
0: all all banks. Well, you need a passport to travel out the U.S. So another option used to be affiliate banks, but most U.S. banks took it. Like, have become all U.S. They they took out all, all their foreign branches. Okay. So, if, there's a, if you can find a Citibank in India, then you can go there and try and open a U.S. account. But they're usually, they haven't been that easy to do do it that way in, a, in recent years. I do
1: have an account in Citibank, of course, in India, right, currently.
0: Oh, so if you have an account in Citibank, India, you okay. should definitely talk to them and see, hey, can I open a U.S. account for my LLC that I have and just keep putting the pressure on and calling a bunch of times until you get someone that'll help you. That's the only option. Maybe you can do it in the branch. I'm not sure, but that's a way. You can pursue Citibank's good. Are you Citibank?
1: <laughs> that's amazing, man. I mean, that's the only bank I would say uh, that can, I mean, have a great service in India. I mean, Ch- yeah. Well,
0: Ch- well, Chase is better for um, for in the U.S. I think Chase is better, easier to send wires. Uh, but Citibank's good too.
1: Sure, that's that's that's. I agree with you, of course. Okay. Now one question, uh, I'm a little bit confused about it because when I was running my ads in India, uh, it charged me the GST. We have a tax system here, GST. Uh, and I'm sure the America has their own ways. So when I run the Facebook ads, they're going to charge 18% here. So uh, as per our Indian tax system, it was 18% GST.
0: I'm sorry, this is the reason I talk to a lot of Indians. This is the reason that you want the LLC so you can pay this yes sir with your llc
1: yes yes so the only question is that uh, i'm gonna be using my mercury debit card to pay the facebook ads is that correct is that how it's gonna be
0: sure yes or paypal debit card whatever card you can get yeah
1: okay and they're gonna still charge me tax no
0: there's no tax there's no tax in the us for that
1: okay there isn't any okay perfect Perfect. That's what i well. Yeah,
0: so 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 for snippet purposes, uh you asked me if um there's any VAT tax or additional tax for paying for Facebook ads in the US, because there in India there's a twenty eighteen percent tax when you pay for Facebook ads. In the US, there's no such tax. So if you're paying Facebook ads, you should use your US llc to avoid that eighteen percent additional tax, which is already makes already makes it worth it, right?
1: amazing because uh, i'm paying 18 percent tax and then money is i'm getting a payment indian your processor stripe or paypal they are i mean getting my money to india and they are applying those conversion charges and then again once the money comes to india i again pay to us <laughs> to facebook and again it converts so it's back and forth back it's, and forth
0: it's a mess it's like that in a lot of countries and so it's just uh that's why you that's why you already opened an llc you already know
1: Sure, sure. So, pretty much, I think you've covered everything, James. I mean, I'm really thankful to you. Uh, Everything's almost covered. Yeah,
0: I'm happy to help, and uh, best of luck for you and your e-commerce business. I hope you do really well. And let me know if you end up uh, buying the course. That would be pretty cool. I'm I'm trying to get my foot into uh, into this course stuff. Eventually, I'm going to put out a course about basically just going over all these different questions and things that we're going over is just like how how it works and what company sure, you should sure. open and things like that so yeah i got still putting that together On
1: any assistance of course i'll be of any help making your landing page i can do that for you of course i mean just a, a gesture from my side of course if you want to I can yeah
0: do that. that's that's nice thank you so much for the offer yeah if you have any other questions or anything that you think uh that would be valuable content just let me know that too because i'm trying to you know continually put out better content and eventually figure out how to make some money off of all this content too myself right
1: <laughs> You you're, the way i mean that's that's really amazing the way i like i mean the uh, i mean the way i like about your videos is that whenever you watch any i mean youtube videos or google or, or, or do anything you will only find one person giving their own broadcast but here is a real situation with real people yeah, it's I mean, fun, that, right? I like doing the it's calls. It's not fake. It's actually real and genuine day-to-day situations people are, and entrepreneurs are facing right now.
0: Yeah, it's really fun. i, I got to get into more, because uh, all these calls are, have a lot of uh, recurring themes. Obviously, someone just opened an LLC, but get more into like uh, business aspects of it. But this is good. I like this, too. But I actually have a call in one minute. I have another one. So <laughs> i got to get off the phone. But thank you, uh, Kashif, for Ka- Ka- Kashif.
1: Kashif, yeah. that's Kashif.
0: Good. Thank you, Kashif, uh, for your time and uh, for the call. And you, uh, you'll you see yourself on the YouTube channel shortly. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Thank you, James. Thank you. Have a lovely day. Great day. Too.
0: Bye. 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 Hello, everyone. I think that call went really well. Um, we went through everything with Kashif, and he uh, answered all his questions. He seemed pretty happy. So I think the call went well. If you learned something from the call, please give me that thumbs up. And don't forget to subscribe. It's really helpful for the channel. And if you have any questions for yourself, comment below. And also, if you want to have a call with me like Kashia did, you can go to the description and just schedule a call with the links in there. I'm actually for the next two weeks, if you're watching me like live or right after posting, I'm going to be pretty busy in the next two weeks. But just go forward a little bit and pick a day and uh, I should be available. So uh, looking forward to speak to you all. And uh, thanks for watching.